Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Fertility in Focus podcast. I'm your host, Christina Burns. I'm a doctor of natural medicine specializing in the treatment of infertility by a natural and integrative methods. I founded the Naturna Institute in New York City, where my team and I work with women and couples, often in collaboration with Western medical doctors, to guide the path to healthy conception. In this podcast, you'll learn all about your body and everything in the fertility landscape to help you realize your dream of baby. I'll be bringing you the best of advice from experts in the fields of both natural and conventional medicine, as well as the heartfelt and very helpful stories of brave fertility heroes on their path to baby. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, we are venturing into a super cool topic because you are going to meet one of your new fertility best friends, goji berries. So goji berries, also known as Lycium barbarum, are a ancient Chinese herb and Tibetan herb. And they've been around for like 6,000 years and they grow in the Himalayas and they're pretty yummy actually. I mean, I wouldn't call them as good as say blackberries or raspberries or what have you, but when dried, they have a sweet little taste to them and they can be snacked on. And they are known in the world of superfoods as being an incredible antioxidant. And they are known in the realm of Eastern medicine as being an amazing anti-aging herb. So a longevity herb, if we don't want to say anti-aging. So they are well known as a longevity herb, and they're very famous for actually improving eyesight when eyesight declines as a result of aging. And they show up in a lot of Chinese medicine formulas, and they're usually women's fertility and women's hormones Chinese formulas. And they all show up in male fertility Chinese formulas too. So I did a deep dive into research. I wanted to know like what is behind the scenes with these goji berries that they have such a potent effect on fertility. And so what I found was that a lot of it has to do with the antioxidant effect. And if you're, you know, deep in the trenches of fertility stuff, you probably are familiar with the notion of antioxidants. And if not, I'll explain it just quickly here. So antioxidants fight free radical damage. Free radical damage usually occurs as a side effect of aging or of toxic exposure, inflammation, heat, like overheating something. And so free radical damage is what like degrades our cells and leads to accelerated aging. And so I've done a lot of other sessions on antioxidants and different ones like resveratrol and vitamin C and things that can help to slow and or reverse the aging process. And goji berries happen to do that very well with the reproductive system. So there were several studies popping up showing how goji berries reversed damage on the reproductive system from chemotherapy. So like men that had gone through chemotherapy and their sperm had been reduced to crappiness the consumption of goji berries, usually in the form of an extract or tea or decoction, were found to improve the sperm quality in all of its ways. So morphology, motility, and count. It was also shown to improve erections and ejaculate. So it's a really potent male fertility herb, which is super, super cool. It also showed to be very effective in men who had infertility or subfertility or crappy sperm related to diabetes or high blood sugar. It showed that it helped a lot with heat damage to the sperm. And this is something that I say to my patients about their husbands, like, 
try to make sure that they're not putting a laptop on their lap, that they don't have their phone in their pocket, that they're not riding like long distance bike rides in tidy, you know, briefs or really at all. They're not going in saunas, hot tubs, like heating the testicles is not good for the sperm. And I didn't look at this specifically, but I would imagine that it would help reverse damage from fever because fever is really damaging on male sperm. We are seeing the effect of that uh, with COVID. COVID is damaging to sperm. It's actually ideal if after having COVID, especially if there was a fever involved that men could wait a few months, but it could be relation to something else too. It was also found that male sperm was damaged by the COVID-19 vaccine, but temporarily like three months or so. So just some food for thought and literally goji berries can really help in all those ways. It also has been shown to help with female fertility. So it's used in a ton of menopause formulas to reverse menopause or to like sort of soften menopause, I'll say. So to like reduce the symptoms associated with menopause, it's anti-aging effect. It's shown to be have like an estrogen-like effect, which is one of the things that declines. And so it can help be helpful for our skin, our eyes, our mood, our libido, also helps with the male libido. So it's really, really helpful in all sorts of ways for male and female fertility. And it's accessible. Like you could get it everywhere. You can find it online. I suggest organic. And you can find it in Chinese herb shops. And oftentimes you can find it as like a concentrated juice. So I worry about sugar that in a lot of health food stores, I just recommend having it as tea, like throwing a few goji berries in hot water and drinking that every single day, once or twice a day and snacking on them. But I don't recommend snacking on too many of them because then it's sugar in your system. And I think if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you know that I think sugar is the devil and really the devil when it comes to fertility. So just like with male fertility, it's been shown in studies to help women who have had reproductive damage from chemotherapy. And chemotherapy is like, wow, it blasts the body. And in most people who go through chemotherapy or are going to go through chemotherapy are recommended to freeze sperm and eggs in advance of doing it because they're basically going to be infertile after the fact. And what the studies that I was looking at were showing was that actually the goji berry has the power to reverse a lot of that damage. A lot of the studies that I was looking at were animal studies. I think there needs to be more done with humans, but it was showing like increased litter sizes, more breast milk production, improvement of oocytes, which means egg quality in rodents and in rabbits. So that's enough for me to recommend consuming it. And also because it does make its way into a lot of my fertility formulas. Let's get into dosage. So I would say probably about a tablespoon daily. And I say daily because it makes a difference. Like when you do something consistently is when you are going to notice the benefit of it. And I don't think this is going to be a quick turnaround. Like I don't think in, you know, a week or two of consuming this, that your fertility is going to transform overnight. But with doing this for a few months as sort of something harmless and that won't have any negative interactions with medications or anything else, it is worth it. It is worth it to just integrate this into your routine. One thing I didn't mention earlier is that according to many resources, the single most impactful thing in the rise of infertility rates in this day and age is delaying conception, like age-related, basically. Like we're just like, women are getting more educated. We are trying to have a career before we have children. We're trying to do all sorts of things and we're pushing back the time of conception. So it's, you know, like everything has two sides. So like women are really advancing in a lot of ways. We have some repercussions to some of the things that we're winning, right? 
So, you know, I'm not trying to deter you from whatever choice you've made or have any kind of, you know, negative thoughts about it. What I'm saying is we have to manage it. We have to manage the fact that we're having kids later. And I did it too. I had my kids later and I had some challenges because of it that I had to integrate natural medicine for to help me with. I don't know if I would have had my children without natural medicine. It seems like maybe I wouldn't have. So I'm a big believer. And since goji berry has such a potent longevity, antioxidant, anti-aging quality to it, my recommendation is to do the tablespoon a day, munch on it. You can just chew it and eat it, eat the whole thing, buy organic ones. And I would also throw a few of them, maybe like a teaspoon into a cup of hot water, let it steep and sip that and do that at least once a day. So to sum it up, consume goji berries, consume them daily and just keep trucking. You're going to get there. See you next time. I am really happy you tuned in and joined the community, and I'm so excited to bring you more helpful content in each episode. In order to make this podcast as helpful as possible, I want to hear your input on what questions you need answered to get you feeling empowered on your fertility journey. You can DM me on Instagram at Dr. Christina Burns or at Naturna underscore life to share your most important fertility related questions. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and share with your friends. My mission is to help as many women and couples as possible. And for that, I need your help. Yours as always in love and light, Dr. Christina.